Hello. Hello. You and I are here. Welcome. There, oh. I see Emily too. Hello. Welcome. Oh my God. Emily is real, everyone. <laughs> welcome ah, to sex time. Emily. Welcome to sex time. It's really happening. Oh, welcome to sex time. You don't welcome anyone. You're not a host. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you guys, um, the, the joke when we did our first, like, 15 or so episodes was that Emily was our only listener and therefore had to be <laughs> definitely real. Um, and I'm definitely not being paid to be Emily right now. Well, now you've opened I'm up not paid a whole door it. of suspicion. <laughs> um, um, Emily has the unique trait of like really enjoying listening to this for some reason. So I have one question. Why? Why? Well, you guys are you guys are fucking hilarious. What? I can wait. I can. Can I swear? We on know your that you're stoned. That we, you know, we you can swear too because we do it a lot. You know that I would. You know that I would swear if I was sober or not. <laughs> that's that's irrelevant. <laughs> um, no, I love you guys. Have this really amazing witty banter back and forth, and it's so. I don't know. It's kind of like, it's a little bit updated, like, female Seinfeld kind of vibe going oh, on. That's um, a new one for me. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're <laughs> you guys are funny, and you have really good chemistry, and yeah. <clears throat> so, I like it. The show is great. More people should listen. You listeners, you, whatever three of you left listening right now go tell your friends about this fucking podcast because it's funny well we um super appreciate all you've done to um encourage and support and enable us um so thank you i think enable is the right word here yeah (laughs) um so before we launch into our topics (laughs) we usually go around and ask everyone how they're doing so let's start with badger badger how are you doing today I got home. You and I both had a, a hellish commute, and the internet was down. So I'm finishing the episode that we're watching tonight with closed captions right now. Ooh, I have a I have a big announcement, but we'll save it for in a minute when we start talking about the show. Oh my god! <laughs> Somebody is taking over the format. <laughs> I had a right to welcome people. <laughs> Badger, continue. <laughs> sorry, oh Badger, no, sorry. I'm you know, I'm just watch. I'm just finishing watching the shows right now. I've had a very very hectic week, and I'm making a lot of uh, big and small mistakes at work. So I'm going to explore some other scheduling options while Bonneville is not feeling well. Oh, we- that's so sad. You had. Oh, Our bye. thoughts are with Bonnabelle, who went through a surgery mm. last week, and she um, seems to be recovering, but she's requiring a lot of your attention. Just, just to be clear, listeners, the pig's name is Bonnie Bell, not Bonneville, like the dam. Yeah, Bonnabelle, case, like Princess case, Bonnabelle Bubblegum. No, like, like Bonnabelle Chapsticks, that. like that I grew up with. I'm, no, it's Princess Bonnabelle Bubblegum. <laughs> you actually think? 
honestly think Thatcher named a pig after Thatcher. She did, whether or not she realizes she it's did. what <laughs> Kelly would have done. It absolutely is what I what I would have done. Wow, this is fascinating. That illustrates like the the exact where you guys separate into two actual people and not one actual. Oh people. no, we're, we're very, very different. different. Very God different. damn it! <laughs> no, no, like we're. Listen to the defending. We're very different. (laughs) It's it's incredible that we even get along at all. (laughs) And yet we're we're codependent. That's funny. So that's funny even sober. Uh, (laughs) which I'm not. (laughs) No, and I'm not either. Um well Badger, our thoughts are with Bonnabelle, and we think um that she has the best mom in the planet to do all that you do for her. Yes, I currently uh, dig a lot of snot out of her nose, wipe infected stuff out of her mouth, and cram food and fluids into her. She is actually on my lap right now, so if you hear me not laughing very much, it's because her being on my lap and me <coughs> laughing really upsets her. Um, so You just don't think we're funny. That's, I mean, it's secondary. <laughs> Like, uh, so this is where you, you, where you fall short in a podcast because like 90% of your humor comes from your facial expression. Oh, Oh, that's that's so true. true. And like reactions to it. So a little bit of that gets lost in a podcast, but since I know your face, to me, it's really funny. Should we make some gifts of my face doing reactions? I don't know how to make a gift. (gasps) Yes. Let's do it. I know people who program, I can make this happen. Okay. I'm sure they'll be like super happy being pulled off their important projects to like make gifts of badger it's 2018 nobody's doing anything important you know my friend caitlin who i went to high school with she's on twitter and she she hasn't done it in a while but she used to post um selfies whenever she was reacting to something weird that happened in her office and i was like i want to make a whole emoticon set that is just caitlin reacting to things so we should do that. That's easy because I can just screen grab and I haven't done it yet. But Badger gifts would be, they would be good. They would be good. Oh, you guys need a sex time podcast. I mean. Uh, oh, we it? have one. We've Instagram. had one for a long Instagram. time. Oh, yeah. We haven't. <laughs> Instagram. We're on Facebook. We can go on Instagram. Yeah, Facebook is stupid. Yeah, Facebook Instagram would be like better Instagram than Facebook. Instagram is fantastic. That would be such a good uh, medium for you guys to work well, in. Well. Yes, audio media is known for all of the visual outputs. Well, you can put video on Instagram. Uh, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can totally put video on Instagram. Yeah, Badger. That's been a thing. That's been a thing Stop for being a hater. I'm older than you. <laughs> I, for, I always forget that. Wow, I'm the baby then. Yeah, I'm an old lady. Oh, look, my aunt's coming down. Yay. What? Fantastic. My, my aunt is going to join me on the beach Is here. she going to be so and confused by what we're doing? Cause... No, no. I've been telling her all day I'm going to be on a podcast later. So I have to, <laughs> I have to get meticulously loaded all day. Because how I'm doing, I'm at the beach. I was, we're live. Gonna... I was about to ask how you're doing. I'm on and you just overtook the whole format. The Hey, you cannot fault me a good segue. Okay. Emily, how are you doing? I'm fantastic, Kelly. I'm on the fucking beach. 
I'm not working. Well, I mean, I have a job that I'm going back to, but I'm right now not working. And I'm sitting on the beach drinking beer on this fucking what, podcast. What are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking currently the Fort George Optimist IPA. Oh. It's just a really clean, classic, delicious beer. Because I've been feeling... Oh, she's fine. Yeah, she's good. Thanks, though. Sure. Yeah, no. It's okay. She's been sitting in my arms. My aunt was going to bring my dog a sweater. She has her little coat on, but she's still like shivery. Mm-hmm. But I've had her. I've had her in my lap. So well, I applaud your choice of beer because IPAs are the best beer, and um, I think you got to the beach at the exact right moment because we are literally in the smokiest I've seen Portland in probably ever. Oh man, it's, it's bad. so bad. And the heat, I can't. I just well can't. because of the smoke, the. Uh, the temperatures are actually mm, like seven to 10 degrees less than they were forecasted to be because the heat can't get through the smoke. So it's, if that's one blessing from this, my cats are not literally melting all over my house. The air burns my throat. (laughs) Yes. The, the big negative is that Badger is about to die and has had to use her inhaler. How many times now? Twice. Yeah. Not good. Okay. Yeah, that sucks. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, my dog and my aunt are cuddling, and they're so cute because my dog has her little plum-colored jacket, and my aunt is all cozied in my giant purple parka. It's awesome. <laughs> oh, cute! And my boots. <laughs> so cute right now. So we're both both probably uh, super jealous of you being on the beach. I've earned it, <clears throat> but thank you. No, you have earned it. Um, how are you, Kelly? Mm-hmm. I was I'm here great. <laughs> I felt like crying almost every day at work this week. <laughs> uh, oh. Yeah, I'm on an assignment right now, and it sucks, but I don't want to Kelly's doing my old job. <laughs> I'm not just doing your old job. I'm doing your old job and trying to fix it. And documenting everything you, that happens. Do you get to work by the... Do you get to work by the morgue, oh, too? Oh, not only... Because that's the best oh part my God. of I, I don't job. know how much I should say, but not only do I work by the morgue, but I almost ran into the same gurney with a corpse on it twice. It was in a well, body I mean, bag, and it had a quilt over that, it. Yeah, but that could totally be... Log- like, that's kind of logical. I mean... They got to get I there somehow. I, I missed the punchline of that, or the the... I don't know. It makes sense. You would see the same corpse twice. Well, they were like navigating off of the elevator weird. And I turned the corner a couple of times and they kept being in the hallway. I was trying to be in and it was just like, I don't want to be here right now. I don't want to be here right now. But anyway, um, what Badger doesn't know. What Badger doesn't know. I'm waiting for her to react that there's something um, she doesn't know. Oh, right. I, I know. You won't tell, you tell me who your crush is. <clears throat> Wait, is this, Shut up. Is this the segue to my... Kelly has a crush? What? Yeah, Aww. she posted on Twitter that Lisa <laughs> knows who her crush is. And she told me that it's no one at work. Mm. And then she changed her Skype status to away so that I wouldn't ask her about it No, anymore. I left work. Is, I left work. <laughs> I left work. Convenient timing. <laughs> okay. Um, when you said... Shush, don't ask me anything anymore. And then you left. Yep. Um, so the other day, I think yesterday, I asked <laughs> Emily for help on 
a certain thing to um, kind of round out our podcast experience. Oh, this, this, this is what else Badger doesn't know. There's another thing that when we get to talking about the shows, there's the, the bomb that I will drop that Badger doesn't How know. How would I have known the that? Bomba. How would I have known? Well, you don't. I, so uh, obviously if I'm saying there's something Badger doesn't know, there's only one thing I could be talking about. Okay. I forgot about it. <laughs> okay. So, um, I already forgot. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I reached out to Emily separately without Badger's knowledge. And I asked her to um, issue some wine recommendations uh, that correspond to each of the shows that we're watching. Because that's my job, uh, listeners, that I'm, I'm in the wine industry. And, and so I... Matchmaking to wine is what I And I, I do. enjoy wine. So um, Emily gave me some nice <laughs> recommendations, but I, I was kind of restricted in time and geography, so I had to go to Fred Meyer. So I don't know how well I did. So I want you. Well, you should have told me where you were shopping in the first place. Like that. I should have asked you that. But to be fair, I had other things on my mind. I said supermarkets when I <laughs> issued my request. They're different. <laughs> they're, they're very different. Anyway, okay, go ahead. So for Sex in the City, you recommended a Pinot Grigio. And do you want to explain exactly what your recommendation consisted of? Especially the like, how many times you dropped the term bitches in <laughs> well you could probably just read the text but um (laughs) no I was thinking I don't know I mean it could be like my first my first knee-jerk snotty instinct was like oh Jesus these girls probably drink Moscato you know they probably have the like one glass of like free champagne at the event and then they go home and drink like slutty Moscato out of a magnum or something (laughs) but um (laughs) Then I was like, no, it, like, they think they're pretty high class and pretty sophisticated, but really they're just a bunch of basic bitches, right? Like, nobody doesn't know this. And they're, like, it's just, it's not even basic bitch fashion either. It's just, like, wrong, you know? It was really, like, I don't know, somehow it was visually angular to how the 90s really were. Anyway, um... The show is in the 90s, Yeah, it starts right? in the 90s. So we're in, like, 99 or 2000 right now in the series. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> um, I have a I have a bad thing with time, so I had to double check with somebody who gets it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think that they would drink Pinot Grigio uh, because it's definitely, like, basic bitch you know wearing yoga pants like after you tech like worked out kind of wine <clears throat> there's a happy dog running and running he's been running all over the beach and he just ran by like a little wolf so, it was so what cute. i didn't tell so what cute. i didn't tell you when you told me that it would be something basic bitch like pinot grigio is that when i drink wine which is not frequent anymore because it usually gives me some heartburn I usually go for Pinot Grigio. <laughs> so there's nothing. No. So let me get, there's nothing wrong with Pinot Grigio. It's delicious. And, um, you know, probably one of the most refreshing Italian white wines ever, but like, I don't know. It's definitely gotten like, a, there's, there are wi- grapes and wines that have gotten sort of reputations in the industry for being like attractive to a typical type of customer. Like, 
you know, buttery, oaky, like really round, big bottom Chardonnays, those are referred to as cougar juice because, you know, women of a certain age (laughs) like that style of wine. (laughs) So, you know, Pinot Grigio is like yoga pants, you know, she's got all the eyeliner on and, you know, I don't know, just like whatever, hangs out at Starbucks, you know, and like bitches with the other moms and stuff. Anyway, so I want you to grade how well I completed the mission for this one. So I'm going to tell you what I purchased. And I seriously spent like 10 minutes in the wine aisle trying to find one. Are you talking to a dog right now instead of listening to us? I think she, well, (laughs) my dog is talking. She's going to be on the podcast here. Oh, your dog is famous too. What's your, did you hear that? What's your dog's name? Elliot, <laughs> she's going. She saw another dog, and so now she's all kerfluffled. Okay, so let me tell you what I got for the Sex in the City assignment. Are you there? I am okay, here. Okay, I I got Sorry. Santa Cristina mm-hmm. Pinot Grigio. Mm-hmm. It says Anata yeah. 2016. Because you went on Google and you searched Pinot Grigio from Alto Adige, because like the Alto Adige region in Italy. I mean, it's amazing. Well, amazing the wine, wine I region, wanted it... to get at Fred Meyer that was from that region, they didn't actually have in stock. Yeah. So I was sitting there looking at all these ones that were from Italy, and they said Dele Venizi. And I was like, is that the same mm-hmm. fucking region? And it's like, that's a term for, I guess, multiple regions of which the one you suggested was part of it. Is that correct? <clears throat> Ugh, excuse it. Uh, yeah, there's nothing wrong with the wine that you got. Like, it's, it's exactly. Totally exactly what it's I going down pretty easy, saying. I have to say. Yeah, absolutely. So how did I mean that's what Pinot Grigio? How is. do you grade my choice? <sighs> I mean, you're you're spot on. You're fine. Okay, so I don't know. Here's where things yeah. get a little fucked up because you recommended something specific for me for Adventure Time, and I tried to do it, and I don't think I quite nailed it. So what did you recommend for Adventure Time? So Adventure Time is a little harder to pair because, you know, I don't think the show takes itself very seriously, but it also has this, like, really fun, whimsical sort of vibe, and it's completely unique. It's very, it's just, like, one of a kind, Um, you know, so without getting too specific, because Kelly's, one of Kelly's requirements was, you know, that people would be able to find whatever my recommendations are. I couldn't go too, like, specific or too tiny production, but... There are these French uh, wine spritzers in a can called Pamplone, and they come in different flavors, like blood orange, and they they have one called French 75, but it's just like white wine with elderflower, and they're kind of delicious. They're not overly sweet. They're not super cloying. They come in a can. They're $2.49. They're just, they're really delicious, you know? They're easy drinking. They don't take themselves seriously. It's fun, you know? A wine spritzer is not a wine cooler. They're two very different things. One is good. One is very, very not good. And, um, like, wine in cans is so popular these days. It's just really very on trend. So, Kelly, what did you buy? I couldn't find the one you recommended close enough to me. So, I got mm-hmm. I got the Barefoot Spritzer, which is the Summer Red, which says it has a... Uh, aromas of raspberry and pineapple 
and since you recommended oh yeah and, oh, and since wow. you recommended the blood orange one I also got a, a bottle of blood orange Italian <laughs> soda to throw in there to mix with it so that I well I feel like so here's my take on it I feel like you <laughs> when you went you went Adventure Time made by Hanna-Barbera but then maybe they consulted like Matt Groening for half an episode that's it's about where you landed. I have to say, how does it taste? It's how are you going doing? You're gonna have a fucking easy. headache. It's going later. down pretty easy because it's all it's all yeah, sugar. Yeah, this tastes hun. like fruit you're juice. Drink, <laughs> are you drinking water while you're drinking all of this? Because I will. You're gonna I will. need it. I will. Well, start start now and then hit a vitamin B and extra magnesium. <laughs> so I'm I, trust me. I know, I know how to do this. <laughs> I'm guessing that this one was kind of maybe not as close to a passing grade as my wine choice definitely not <laughs> well i really appreciate you um finding some wine pairings to go with the tv shows that we watched um i think it was a oh, I like pretty this. fun yeah. exercise because these are very different shows and we wound up with very different alcohol choices yeah and i think it was fun uh, can i can i suggest really some drink pairings yeah yes for Sex in the City, I would go with something woodworm-based or wormwood-based. Really bitter and gritty. Damn. I think that you give them way much more credit than they deserve. And, yeah, it's bitter and gritty and gross and poison. <laughs> and for Adventure well, okay. Time, I would okay. recommend... Um, one time Kelly's and my, uh, coworker colleague gave us these tiny cans of Polar that were from some promotion and one was like minty flavor and one was sort of bubblegum flavor. And I would recommend that yeah, for adventure yeah. time. Those are the, uh, Polar I can Mythical. See that. Yeah, I could really That's see that. That's a Mythical collection, which is currently like being distributed mostly in the Northeast part of the U.S., like Massachusetts, and when they come to this region, it's like fairy lights and pixie dust and minotaur and like all these other ones. So yeah, yeah, I'd recommend any of those to pair with Adventure Time. Delightful. Wait, wait, wait. Are we doubting the availability of polar in the no, Portland? No, no, polar. Region? It's these here. special Literally mythical every, flavors. The mythical ones are limited release, like Bigfoot yeah. and Loch Ness oh, well, and Bubblegum. No, those are those are dragon kisses. Seasonal flavors. They're seasonal flavors. They are not just the seasonal <clears throat> flavors. They are their own collection. I'm on a, like, seltzer Facebook group that is oh my God. for these. Jesus. Yeah, I know. I don't think I'm high enough for this, you guys. Well, you know, we've got some time, <laughs> so you can keep, I'm working on keep it. doing I'm what you're doing. Um, so with that. We can buy these online. Yeah, you can get them shipped. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Unicorn kisses. Ooh, mermaid song. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think hey. I think we've put off the inevitable long enough, and I think we, it's time we um, talk, showtime talked about Sex in the City. So, let me just tell you guys, and this is kind of delicious for me because it's not very often that I'm ever right in the history of friendship that Badger and I have had. And Badger, she doesn't lord that over me. I don't but lord I that over it. anyone, and I don't gloat, I and yet it. I've somehow lost all credibility with everyone in my life. Because even your status quo I seems got, like a gloat, okay? 
wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm not just, I'm not questioning your credibility or your status. Like, there's no, no, that's not going on. I'm just saying that, like, I'm actually conscious of the few times that I'm, wait, I'm right a fucking lot, but not with Badger. Let's just <laughs> say that. Um, <laughs> and so she, I, I sent her a text message a couple days ago because I was busy prepping oh, yeah. and tying things up at work. And I said, uh, it's a good thing I was just listening to the latest episode of the podcast because otherwise I'd have no clue when we're recording. And Badger, it very badgerly sent me a screenshot of our fucking text conversation where she told me exactly when we're recording. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> this is not an unfamiliar feeling. <clears throat> but what Badger neglected to tell me and I've deliciously waited until now to tell you that uh, you didn't tell me what fucking episodes we're supposed to watch. And so I didn't watch shit. <laughs> oh, I just figured you'd like look at what episodes we just watched and then watch the next one. Oh, you give me way too much That's credit. I, I did not know this at all. <laughs> Isn't this funny? I think it's so funny. Oh, my God. So, like, how are we even going to do this? I watched most well, of the show, and I just, just finished gonna, it yeah. with closed captioning. You guys, you guys are going to talk about it, and I'm going to interject with witty interjectures. Because <sighs> that's what you brought me on for. So, we're going to start with sex. Plot twist. We're going to start with sex in the city. It's time for gummy bears, you guys. Oh, boy. Emily, what's your um, history with Sex in the City? So I watched it. Okay. You know, a little later than when it first came out, but I'm well versed in the show. Okay, so you're probably not going to be like super unfamiliar with like. Okay. No. So we are watching. Oh, and I even created a show a show sheet when I was sober, so I would have something to reference. We are. Well, Pat's me thought to bring gummy bears, so Good I job. Went. We're watching Sex and the City Season 2, Episode 8, The Man, the Myth, the Viagra. And the focus of this episode is, like, dissecting whether romance myths are actually true. Like, whether someone could just, like, meet a person and it's love at first sight, or whether, like, you can meet a, an unlikely person and, and it will actually work out and shit like that. And... Badger, Badger, you had some opinions that you were alluding to in our text earlier, and you were um, very angry, so why don't you start? Um, first of all, how dare you what? make me watch a show that brings <clears throat> that man into my home? Ooh. Donald, Donald <laughs> Trump is on this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. <clears throat> I wasn't expecting it, and I don't appreciate it. Hey, everybody. Matt Groening predicted Donald Trump would be president, like, decades ago, everybody. We share a birthday, Matt Groening and I. I'm just saying. You have a slight <clears throat> obsession with Matt Groening? Yeah. It's the only other cartoon she's watched. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, Powerpuff that's, Girls and Simpsons. Not. Um. No, I've watched many of our cartoons than that. So when I recommended this is the episode we bring 
Emily on for. One, I assumed she would know that was the case and watch it. But two, um, (laughs) I'm sorry. Why wouldn't you just ask? You would be wrong. Why wouldn't you just ask what episode you were supposed to watch? But I I didn't realize this was the episode that Donald Trump was on. But I did know he. I thought this would be. I thought you watched it too. And I was running out of time. I was getting everything ready for the beach, and I just did not. I'm in my Wi-Fi going funny. So I would have been good, but the moment passed. You did the, the Kelly Welch high school method of, if I pretend it doesn't exist, it doesn't exist. Yeah. No, it's all good. I'm already being a delightful guest. What more do you need? So I didn't realize that Donald Trump was on this episode, though I knew he did make a cameo. What I realized and why I wanted to invite Emily on for this one is because we finally get an answer to who Steve is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm very mad about that, too. Okay, explain <laughs> why. Well, one, you thought you thought from seeing his picture, you thought he was going to wind up with Samantha. And that he was, like, in IT. And he ends up being a, a bartender. Who ends up a rude, mouthy bartender. You think he's rude and mouthy? Yes. I think he is kind of self I think they're trying to make him... No, I think they're just trying to make him, like, a guy who lives in New yeah, York. Yeah, he's very you know? Brooklyn. He's, he's tough. very Brooklyn. Yeah. He showed yeah. up at Miranda's house. She didn't invite him there the second time. Yeah, but he he buzzed. He asked to be buzzed in. He didn't. Oh, and there's this, like, rain thing where it's raining and they're meeting in the rain. Is that where this trope comes from, or is it a play on this? Where what? It's not where this trope comes from. Oh, oh no. God, Like, no. he's out in the rain, but and she runs after him. That trope is... Hello, have you ever seen... Have you ever seen Casablanca? No. Jesus. How have you not seen Casablanca? Not. We go this over this, like, all. all the time, where I missed yeah. out on about 20 years of cultural touch points. Yeah, I watched that. At- Which, to be clear, I'm not shaming you for. I don't like to shame people for missing out on cultural touch points. But- I watched it as an adult. I yeah. have things to do as an adult. It's kind of a miracle that I'm able to make time for this. So the big question is whether like the, some of the relationship myths are actually true. So Charlotte holds true that like sometimes um, you can be with a married man. Oh, because Miranda went out on a date with a guy and it turns out that he's married. She heard that a a married man will leave his wife and then start the relationship and then it's all perfect and everyone's like, yeah, but it's always a friend of a friend and it's never real. And and Charlotte's like, I'm so naive and I'm just going to believe in it forever. And then... um, which we all know Charlotte hides behind her naivete. Well, like, it's absolute bullshit. Do you think she hides behind it, or do you think she might actually be that dumb? I think that she's convinced herself that she's that dumb. Yeah, I second that. Because there, there are moments of Charlotte being, you know, insightful that, that come out. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, like, the rare moments that she is, like, you know, that's it. That's in the core. Like, that's, you know who she is but 
she's all just so much they're all so much young bullshit you know so clouding around them it's obnoxious everyone's like charlotte you're so dumb how can you believe that any of these myths are real who do you know whose relationship has actually changed and she's like carrie's has and i guess like for like five minutes she and big have got it by which she means that Carrie has told herself a new, like, version 2.0 of the lie that she's telling herself. Well, for, like, five minutes, Big is actually being charming, like, taking taking Carrie to his private spot, introducing Carrie as his girlfriend. And, like, for a moment, it feels really magical, so it felt different. But then it all comes kind of crumbling down when she wants to have him interact with her friends more. He agrees to do it, and then when it comes down to it, he's like, I, I can't, I don't want to go out right now. And so she gets all dejected and thinks, well, maybe it was just a, a, a fairy tale, maybe it's just a myth. And then at the end of the episode, Big shows up at the restaurant anyway, which gives Miranda this indication that, like, maybe some myths do come true. So she goes and chases Steve in the rain after rejecting him repeatedly because he's just some bartender. So- this is where the show is disgusting is that like this is not so much dispelling a romance myth with any of this action going on but just like this is you know just saying it's just a gross study in how a lack of communication is you know between all of these people and between all of a lack of honesty with themselves that's so stressful to watch it like i just hate that trope and i don't like it when it's used as that kind of narrative irony when it's you know it, it could be intriguing to like know something that the other characters don't know but not if it's because they are refusing to talk to each other or sometimes jordan and i do a play on this where like they're talking on the phone and the phone signal is going down and all they hear is like breaking up. And then one of them thinks they broke up. (laughs) (laughs) That actually works on people. (laughs) I watched a a Sarah Silverman uh, stand-up special on Netflix a few weeks ago. And she had to go into surgery because she had some issue going on with her throat that was like going to close off her airway if it wasn't um, treated and she would like suffocate to death. Kelly, do you watch a lot of soap operas? No, but hang on. This is, this is Sarah Silverman. So she's telling the story. It's very, it's hang on, wait for the payoff. So she is completely like fucked out of her mind on like all the drugs right before the anesthesia fully kicks in. And she's, like, trying mm-hmm. to explain Brexit, and it's really funny. And she's explaining this in her <laughs> she's explaining this in her stand-up bit, but they show the video of it her friends took while she was, like, going through it. And it was pretty true to form. So she's, like, mm-hmm. being wheeled into the operating room, and she yells at her boyfriend, I want to see other people. Because <laughs> um, that's their joke when they're, like, when the elevator doors are closing or whatever. It's, like, how they... How they think of it. <laughs> so that's a really funny. That's brilliant. Really funny iteration of it because, like, that's like a third party observer who would misinterpret the facts of the situation. But yes, the the trope of like, if I was on a phone with somebody and the and the reception was cutting out and it said we were breaking up and I only heard breaking up, I would assume, 
oh, the reception's breaking up because I also too cannot hear all of what is being said because I am a person on the other end of the phone line right now. Well, yeah, there's there's where the logic comes in, <clears throat> but I'm more annoyed with the whole like Carrie expecting Big to like be romantic and then you know and she's like come hang out with my friends and he's like okay and then it comes down to it and he's all like. I don't feel like going out tonight. And she does not accept that. She does not accept where he is, honestly. He told her very honestly, I don't feel like going out tonight. And she does not honor that for him. Like, that's just, and she pouts about it because she's all about Well, she should know what to expect with him. Is that he he is emotionally distant with her. And she, well, not just emotionally distant. Like, you just, you need to, maybe he wouldn't be emotionally distant if he had some more space in the relationship. But she's like a clinging monkey. You know, she's all just like, pay attention to me, pay attention to me. I I also feel like he treats her and she behaves like a little girl rather than a grown ass woman. Right. Well, he does kiss her on the forehead. So maybe that's their dynamic. So she's way too. No, 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 no. She's way too vanilla to be like any sort of kinky or have any sort of like daddy little girl, you know, thing going on. I don't think they're doing it consciously. But I think that the age disparity that they have is uh, also translated into a power dynamic. And I've often wondered about that. I mean, it's very obvious. I I, I wonder about, and and this is not to, like, disparage anybody who's in a relationship with (laughs) you. I just want to hear, like, a kind of a non sequitur from today. Yeah. yeah. One of our coworkers (laughs) does this, like, really amazing uh, rich movie star from the 1920s voice. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I That's can't so do good. it, but I can. I can try, and you can use your imaginations to sort of fill in the the, the fuzzy edges. Um, but we were yeah. walking, and somebody like tripped a little bit, uh-huh. and he said, "Daddy, bring them to me. Make them tumble. <laughs> you know how I delight in pratfall." <laughs> Every time. (laughs) Kelly, why are you laughing? Because I know that this was um, a a social gathering I was left out of. We were taking a walk. I was left out too, and I think it's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, to continue my point, before I was so... Ingloriously interrupted <laughs> is I I do see examples of relationships with age disparity where the person who is younger is not treated like an inferior, but I feel like Big has this like I'm just worldlier than you. I know more than you. I've got more pressures than you. So. Whatever oh, demands yeah. I have in my yeah. time are totally legitimate. And even if I said For I would sure. do a thing, if I say I can't do it anymore, that just needs to be respected because I am so much yeah. more important than you. Yeah, fully. Absolutely. God, them. I mean, this whole show is just like a multi-season emotional rape. Okay, that's a little much, but... I don't think it is. What did you hmm. think about... Samantha uh, seeing this very, very wealthy older man and everything being fine and her letting herself believe this is going to work out until she sees his wrinkly old ass. I think that's a Samantha thing. 
I think that's just who she is. I think she's probably one of the more honest characters on the show. I didn't know butts could look like I, that. I think that that would be, if that's a deal breaker for her, that's a deal breaker for is her. Is it weird? And I'm not saying anything that should, I don't, think, I don't think you should read anything into this, but I'm like, that butt's oh, not that bad. It's not that bad. Was it that bad? I don't remember it. I don't know. I, no, I probably wouldn't. I mean, it was I pretty know. bad. What if you do different things? You know, what if you don't do butt-centric things where you have to she do it all the time? She wasn't even doing anything butt-centric. She just caught a glimpse of it as he was going to the restroom. It's like people age, and like she's no spring chicken, so like fuck off. Well, I don't think that. I mean, like if that's something, I I would have a hard time. I don't know. I'm just saying there are things that are deal breakers that could be maybe not so. I'm sorry. Are old butts one of your deal breakers? No, I don't think so, but I've never really encountered one. So I guess I don't know. We're all going to be old eventually. And if we want to continue to have like relationships with like age appropriate people, we're probably going to encounter old butts too. I think if that was a deal breaker for her, then that's fine. That's what I'm saying. But she wasn't. That was my point. All she along. wasn't honest about it with him. She had. She didn't know until that moment. And she also left with all the jewelry that he'd given her. He gave her that jewelry. Those were gifts. What the I fuck? I would feel terrible about that. Samantha wouldn't. Oh, no, she wouldn't. That's you. Yeah, it's me. She knows her worth. It's me. Constant guilt. You got me. Samantha knows her worth. (laughs) (laughs) So what do we think about Miranda and Steve? Boo. I I don't know. Miranda was never my favorite character. I always found her really annoying. Really? And like, yeah. I don't like her. I find her to be one of the most relatable characters. Yeah, I think she's like the voice of reason most of the time. Well, this shows a very um, different space of where you guys are now emotionally watching this show and where I was when I watched it in my, like, super early 20s. So That's fair. There you go. Was, uh, yeah. So she meets Steve, they hook up, and then she's like, it's just a one-night stand, but he's like, no, I, I like you. Could we maybe move forward? And she's like, that's not what this is. And... He is persistent, but I don't think he's inappropriately persistent. I think I, I just well, don't we all like know that him. Miranda rejects love because she doesn't have any self love, and that's where it begins. Oh, she's got terrible self esteem. That's that's obvious. Yeah. Well, look at how that's she has saying. to dress. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. She dresses okay in this episode. <clears throat> yeah, but like, look at her hair. Yeah, I my hair is amazing. Her, your hair is her hair, hair, you. her hair is your exact haircut grown out for two and a half months. I look like a sea witch right now. My hair is so frizzy. Well, you're in the right setting for it. <laughs> I'm embracing it. Um, <laughs> so she decides to take a chance on Steve. Um, oh, it sounded like you said he t- she decides to take a chance on speed, and that sounds way more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could see somebody, you know, she's an attorney. 
<laughs> is that early 90s? Sure. I once had a debate partner <laughs> who said that um, cocaine was the mm-hmm. ideal drug for being a debater because it gives you um, the uh, confidence you needed to be a debater and also you didn't need to sleep anymore. So I guess. Yeah, and also when you talk, you're like the most interesting person. <laughs> Everything's just I've never so done interesting. It, but I bet I'd be like, I bet I'd be amazing on speed. I've never done it. I've never, and I don't I've never I done speed or cocaine. Don't think I ever will. Would love to see what kind of person I was under those circumstances, though, because anything's got to help, right? Oh. <laughs> I don't Wait, know what? what to do when you say self deprecating stuff. Because if I what agree you with just, you, you I get don't even mad. I know what you just. I don't even know what you said. I'm just saying, like, drugs would probably make me better. <laughs> they make it fun for a little while. I've been <laughs> I've been drinking some wine. <laughs> Do we have anything else to say about this episode? No. Emily? Nah. What are your thoughts on Sex and the City as a whole, since you do know this series? And we, we may not be so- speaking to you again for a few more episodes at least, so... Wow, is that wow? Is that a bomb? No, that you just I, I was that an ominous. Bomb? I'm just saying, like, in, like you don't have to stop with this. <laughs> Neither of us can talk to you anymore stop after this. Over my format, or you're not invited. <laughs> We're us. breaking up. I'm just being real. I'm just being real. We we will try to have you. Wow, we'll try to have you back, wow. but I don't know how soon it will be. So, Badger, make make no mistake. This is the Kelly show. <laughs> I hope you know this. Well, it, yeah, it fucking it feels is. like it because I have to do all the social media. <laughs> Sometimes I don't talk you for don't a long, long time. You don't even have an Instagram. <clears throat> Emily, can you make us an Instagram and run it? <laughs> yeah, sounds like I you just volunteered. Yep. I think it sounds pretty fun. Good job identifying the problem, and I look forward to your solution. <laughs> <laughs> but please you're she's smiling right now everybody <laughs> please please tell us how you feel about the show as a whole <laughs> um, I, I don't know I mean I really enjoyed it when it was on and for what it was because I didn't really know what it was because I didn't know what anything was at that point <laughs> which I think was what anybody that's really I was a baby. I sprung fully formed in my 20s from the head of Zeus. No, I mean, what is all of this? Who are these new friends? We are talking over each other so much. But I, I think it's fair. I think it's fair. Shut up, both of you. No, it's so funny. Yes, Miss okay, Kelly. That's knew, why. That's why. Funny. Fuck you, bad. Okay. Fuck you a lot. Is, is this why you had to, this is, was that Badger convincing Kelly to have me on as a guest? <laughs> was that a reference you to that? No. Um, <laughs> yeah, Kelly said yeah. that wherever she goes all her life, people end up calling her Miss Kelly, like she's a school marm. I didn't call you Miss Kelly. <laughs> no, but I just Badger did. did. Because we yeah. were just talking about it today and I was like, oh, I know why people do this, but I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> uh, oh, that's funny. 
<laughs> so what I was going to say is I think it's understandable that we as 30-something adults now <laughs> view Sex and the City a lot differently than we did oh, in our thank, 20s. Thank you for including me in that. Wait, what? A Sex and the City themed dinner party? What? What? We view, what? Did you just say that? We view Sex and the City <laughs> a lot differently now in our 30s than we probably would have in our 20s. If we were like this age and watching it for the first time like Badger is, we would have a much more critical yeah. lens. But in like when I was 21 or whatever, I didn't know what the fuck you, was going on. You didn't on. just say anything about, You didn't just say anything about a dinner party? No. no. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> this is like so wildly uncontrollable. I wish we had Taylor back. Oh. oh, no, you do not. Come on. This is totally controllable, you guys. <clears throat> no, see, she's guilting you into quietening down by comparing you to somebody that you don't know. But who and is you're, you're badger explaining to me now and not even waiting until. I jumped back in with some witty commentary, and then Kelly's like, foot in mouth. Nope. <laughs> nope, I'm not. Okay. You get the gist of the plot, yeah. so thanks. <laughs> I'm not foot in mouthing this. <laughs> <laughs> not everything can be controllable. Oh, and not everything you know needs like, to be controllable. Hey, you know what? Uncontrollable me wants to make a bunion joke, but controllable <laughs> me is not going to do that. Do it. <laughs> No, no, no. That was the joke. Come on. I'm, I'm literally not going to make a funny joke because that's so disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I know. I live with it. I live with it. <laughs> Your medical condition is too gross to laugh lightheartedly about. <laughs> okay. Daddy, daddy, take it away. <laughs> Kids, we are very young in the city now. <laughs> I did the voice. did the voice. Take it away in the voice. Okay, can we talk about adventure time now? Sure. Yeah, I feel like we're in a good a good spot for that. Okay, so we discuss now Adventure Time, season two, episode fifteen, the real you. Badger. That's not that's not me, by the way. Badger. Mm-hmm. Summarize the episode. Uh Finn gets invited to a science summit put on by Princess Bubblegum famed scientist and tyrannical ruler of the Candy Kingdom. And he gets really wigged out about giving a a talk in front of all these science people. So he goes and gets uh, from Choose Goose uh, some magical glasses that turn him into a super smart nerd. And? Mm -hmm. (laughs) He accidentally creates... And he Well, he accidentally on purpose... Yeah opens a black hole so that he can be impressive to Princess Bubblegum. <laughs> Who hasn't done that for somebody that they have a crush yeah. on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who on. do you have a crush on, Kelly? Ooh, good segue. No? Fuck nothing? you. <laughs> Keep drinking, Kelly. Keep drinking that barefoot and whatever the fuck you're putting in it. <laughs> <laughs> Bear back wine. <laughs> I'm I'm still finishing off the Pinot Grigio, and then I'm gonna finish off. Oh, good for the you. Oh, good. Stick with that. Yeah. You always, Emily. Mm. Correct me if I'm wrong. You yeah. start with good, you finish with bad, right? 
there's no finish with that. There's no excuse for bad wine. Mm. There's no excuse. There's Li- literally no wallet is an excuse for no. bad wine. I'm past. There's no. There's no good excuse for bad experiences or bad anything. Why would you waste your life like that? So in this, that's my philosophy. In this episode, um, Finn works on a few different ways to try to make himself as intelligent as he thinks is necessary for Princess Bubblegum, and they're kind of funny. Um, like they go to the library, and he gets so bored out of his mind, he and his it, and Jake like blink and make noise, and they kind of like create a a, a song. And then they get kicked out of the library. Like Turtle Princess. <laughs> I, I is that a princess we'll see again? Yeah, oh, you're not allowed to tell me. Sorry, Jordan told you that, but she just did. <laughs> yeah, you see her again, and she like reminds me exactly of Gail, who is our friend who has that same haircut and works in the library. Yeah, she works in like. She works at Harvard. She works in a super important library. <laughs> awesome. Um, and then uh, he and uh, Jake infiltrate a worm college. Oh, this uh-huh. is this before they go to the library or after? Uh, I don't remember because I had to sort of skip around these episodes. I think it might I have been after. But um, he paints a face on his finger and then Jake sh- shrinks himself down. And they go to worm college. And... Um, mm-hmm. Because uh, he has, he uh, comes up on the fly with the name of a student who's actually on the um, registration. Roster. The roster. Wormy McSquirmy. Yes. But he's never shown up that he gets beaten the fuck up because of truancy. Yeah. Truancy hurts us all, McSquirmy. And so all the worms are like, let's kill him. <laughs> and then approaches with, with a ruler saying, Excelsior. And um, it was really funny. I thought it was very funny. Um, so um, after he goes through this process and he goes to uh, choose goose, choose goose, mm-hmm. um, he gets these glasses that um, allow him to see that like all of space and time is like uh, mini versions of mini versions of mini versions. And he has like an existential crisis as a result of it. And because who wouldn't? Yeah, the way that he's able to see things down to their atomic level is like mind blowing, right? So, can you describe his bubble blower? Yeah, so it he first blows a two dimensional bubble that casts a one dimensional shadow, then he blows a three dimensional bubble that casts a two dimensional shadow, and then he blows a four dimensional bubble that rips a hole in space time. <laughs> <laughs> it creates a black hole it's so good um, did you notice that his bubble blower had an option for the first dimension which he skipped past mm-hmm. so I wonder what that would have been hmm. just a line I guess maybe I don't know um, I, it makes me think of um, Flatland Flatland. Yeah, it's this book. Let me look it up real quick. I Edwin A. Abbott wrote it. He's a mathematician. It is about a land of two-dimensional shapes, <clears throat> and the um, the female shapes are lines, 
and they're required to like sort of sway back and forth when they walk because the other shapes or they're flat this two-dimensional shape um might not be able to see them and might get stuck by them like the female lines are like pointy and then the shapes die and in the shape hierarchy like the more holy misogyny batman Jeez. yeah um but the more angles you have the the higher up you are in in like that society so they're they're priests and uh lords are circles because of infinite fractals this is uh too much for me to handle right now as somebody who doesn't understand that like angles and curves can coexist but whatever i mean they do they just the women have the power to murder all of the other shapes so, the other shapes mm-hmm. can't kill each other so good so <clears throat> finn's grand plan when he was smart was to make the black hole happen then have the glasses come off so he would return to his original form which is Finn the hero destroy the black hole save everyone and then he'd win the heart of the princess in his bullet pointed list um, Princess Bubblegum finds in, in the, uh, the rubble of the event and um, she finds it endearing it's also, I think, very apparent in this episode how much older than Finn she is. It feels more... It feels more... Um, she takes kind of a little bit of advantage of his boyhood crush by having him... Kind of guilting him into helping and things like that. I don't know. How much older is he? Or she, I mean... Uh, she's 19, and he has not yet turned 13. Oh. So, Ugh. it's it's an Amidala wow. Anakin situation. She's uh, seems to Ugh. be kind of training him up for heroism, <clears throat> sending him on little quests <clears throat> and stuff. <clears throat> so, will you shape the behavior of an animal? Emily, Emily, what's your experience with Adventure Time? So I have only seen a little tiny bit here and there. I've not actually, I've learned more about it by watching or listening to the podcast, honestly, because I never watched it enough to really get like nuances between all the characters and stuff. Like, what was it that I said in that text to you, Badger, that I referenced, I was referencing Jake and I was like, that like yellow dog who wears glasses and you were like, no, he's white and those are just his no, eyes or he's something. he's yellow and those are his eyes. His eyes. What, his whatever. eyes just look weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I thought he had, like, goggles or something on. But... I asked the same question. Like, what the hell's up with his eyes? They're drawn very weirdly. It's like they're drawn in a perspective style that is very classically known as, like, goggles or some sort of, like, cylindrical tube that you're seeing through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You like, know? all the dogs like, not in this directly. show have that kind of eye. At least they were consistent there. Mm-hmm. Well, now that you know more of it because of whatever yeah. the hell we're doing, how do you feel about it? <laughs> you're educating is what you're doing. Mm. Um, no, I love it. I, I think it's a fantastic, like, I hate this word, but it's like it's managed to be kind of zany, but also be um, just really like adults and like, what the 
fuck? Did that really just happen? Like, you know, I like, I like that. I like, I like that balance. <clears throat> so I'll have to watch it at some point when I can sit and binge a whole bunch of it. We watch two episodes a week. You could follow along. Yeah, you have Hulu. Hey, don't be making demands on my time. Come on, I'm on vacation. I'm doing your podcast. This is how committed I am. You wanted okay. to do yeah, this. Like, this was a favor to you. <laughs> you came on and you were like, this is the Emily show. That was 40 minutes ago. <laughs> it's only been 40 minutes. It feels longer. It's been like an hour. Um, it's been long. This is going to be a long episode. That's guys. okay. And you know what? Will. That's why I started being quiet a while Will, ago. Will. <laughs> like, I'm going to let them. I know Will's, wind I know Will's listening. Will, I know you think this episode's too long. And so that I say, oh, fuck you. Oh, fuck you. Hey, maybe Will finds me interesting. I don't know you, Will, but if you know it's good, you'd find me interesting. Oh, Will's great. Will finds both Badger cool. and me interesting, and he still is like, your episode's too long. <laughs> I, I, I think mean, I our think episode's be, too I think, long. I think they're like, too long. I'm very like, upfront about, like, this is most, too long. Most podcasts are between, like, you know, 15, 20, 28 minutes. You know, the long ones go about 45. Mm-hmm. I listen to a daily so, podcast Monday through Friday that is between an hour and two hours every time. So I don't want to hear it. But you do that while you're commuting or something nope. like that. Like, you're multitasking when you do yeah, it. Yeah, like sure every podcast, people are multitasking. So I shouldn't think Sometimes longer. I just sit and listen. Sometimes I just sit and listen. That sounds very mm. Victorian of you. I think it would be nice to have software to cut out some of this extraneousness. Nope, never happening unless Jordan pays for it. Okay, let's move on. Adventure Time, Season 2, Episode 16, Guardians of Sunshine. So, in this one, they're playing a game on BMO. And BMO lets it slip that at some point they could go into this game that they've, like, never beaten the final boss on. The game's called Guardians of Sunshine. And they, they trick BMO. They and go, violate BMO. They violate BMO's space and body to go in <clears throat> inside of this game. And they become, like, little CAD drawings. <coughs> I'm packing up my beach picnic and going to walk back while you're talking. <laughs> We've gone on so long. Uh, I ran out of gummy bears and beer. Oh, come on! Fair. What more do you want from me? Hmm. So this episode, I've always so is, thought wait, was kind of like, Meh, you know, that's fine. Yeah. I. Oh my god! I want to see the cute pigs episode, you guys. Oh, it's I was so like, cute. I was squealing with delight when you were talking about it. I'm like, how is this a thing I don't know about in my life yet? You could follow mm-hmm. along with us. See, you do good things. You do good work. We know. We're the we're mm-hmm. the best people. And but you know what? Who who's the worst people? I don't know. Us grad students Who? are the worst. Oh. People. <laughs> no, I met a really nice grad student in line at the supermarket no, the other didn't. day. Like, no, you did. She was really sweet, and we made friends. Uh, Mm. Questionable. Come on, you Other guys. People this can is make where friends. my like, this is where my slight inner Charlotte is coming out. 
just come on everyone we can all be friends there's no reason we can't be friends as long as they're white people i'll be friends with them wow damn you took that to like a really dark that's what charlotte does she made friends charlotte is yeah but like with the with the whitewashing interjected in there damn name a color per name a person of oh shit (laughs) i'm so drunk i'm sorry Name a person of color on Sex in the City. Oh, well, there's not. On Zamalfi. There's, there's not. I mean, maybe there's a, like, driver in a scene at one point or something. But, no. There's not. Exactly. Oh. Anyway, so this episode of Adventure Time was meh, everybody. You should just rewatch the cute pigs one, because that's where it's at. There is one part that I really like in this, when uh, they What's find that? out... They can go into this game through BMO and BMO slaps their hands away and says, no, it's a too dangerous, incredible adventure for you. (laughs) (laughs) So I kind of get sneaking inside of BMO after being told that it's it's too incredible. (laughs) So they're going through the entire task of the game. That they had so far had no issues with when they were playing with controllers. And they were finding themselves failing. And uh, you guys, why am I holding the beach chair in my left hand and the phone in my wait, the phone in my right. left hand and the beach chair in my right hand when I'm right handed and I don't have to cross my arms that way? <sighs> like, we could know the answer to that. I mean, I figured it out finally. Just drag the chair behind you. Hitch it to your pants. I'm about to. <laughs> <laughs> you have to climb up a very big hill to get back to the cabin. So just lay down in the sand. Just take some deep breaths. It's hard to climb sand when you've been drinking. No, I'm good. I got it. I'm on the top. Are you? I'm stronger than you think I am. Are you on the top? Yeah. Top of what? The hill. Congratulations. It wasn't that big of a hill. I know I know you're looking for a metaphor here, and I'm sure there is one, but you can extrapolate on that. Yes. I've lost all sense of meaning and poetry and metaphor because the timbers lost tonight by a lot. By a lot. A lot. What do you get out of being so like timbers fanny? What do you get out I of it? This is a good You're very sports. A lot of emotional distress. I don't know why I'm so passionate, but I've learned. Is this like the same way that like I watch? Cry or be like Bad so emotionally did involved you hear in that? that? Yeah, I did. That, Emily, you just turned into the Matrix. <laughs> Your face tuned out and it was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Have you Wait, ever been what? to that time when you. You were like, is my reception cutting out? Was my reception it wasn't cutting just out? cutting out. It was like, it was warping. breaking the universe. <laughs> it was like Finn made a black hole in your face. <laughs> or Jake pulled the Bomba logo thing out of the game. It's made a portal that sucks them back outside. Well, 
I'm sorry. That's what that's what Beach Wind does, everybody. Sorry. <laughs> it was it was amazing. <laughs> oh. I've said some really good stuff too, but now I can't it's remember fine. it. So this episode <clears throat> of Adventure Time. Yeah. Finn and Jake realize that it's much more difficult to go <clears throat> through the video game as participants in the game rather than as people controlling the figurines out externally with controllers, right? Yeah. Yeah, they mess up and they let all of these video game guys outside and they burst outside of BMO. They literally but then, like, they're in the sun. Side. They're in the sun and they're all smooth and two-dimensional again. Mm-hmm. And they're so happy. They're like the men on Sex in the City. Yeah. They're like, they're, like, they're like the men on... Oh. <laughs> two-dimensional is giving a lot of credit. <laughs> uh, you're welcome. <clears throat> you knew I'd be a good guest. Sure. I knew. Wow. Wow. <clears throat> anyway, carry on. Jesus. <laughs> Buzz kills. I said I knew. <laughs> It was very, it wasn't, I doubt your enthusiasm, but carry on. <laughs> so BMO um, helps convince, <laughs> like we've gotten, <laughs> we don't have to control everything. Like we don't have to go through this whole episode. Like it's, what, face, it's... what face is Kelly making right now, Badger? <laughs> um, I can pick the emoji out. It's that one with like flat horizontal eyes and a flat horizontal mouth. Yep. <laughs> Wrong. Uh, funny. What else do you want to say about this episode? I don't know. It was fun. Um, Fimo starts to kind of be more of a, a personality a bit in that he's demonstrating uh, like forethought and uh, a penchant for <clears throat> revenge. Okay, you guys, how long is this going to take? Because I'm home and I have to pee, so. Um, <clears throat> why don't you go pee and Badger and I will talk about the episode, okay? Just put the phone down. Um, okay, do I just... Just put the is phone that, down. Do I do anything? No, just put the phone yeah, down. You might hear I some literally ambient peed, noise. I peed while <laughs> Badger and Taylor were recording. <laughs> All right, I'll be back. Cool, <clears throat> go pee. No, remember, she listens to this, so we can't say anything bad about her. Yeah, and I'm still on the phone, you jackasses. (laughs) That wasn't what we said to do. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm going now, though. I'll be back. Did you hear, like, fake footsteps? What do you think of, um... They're they're. I want to listen to what they're. I want to listen what they're saying. I can't hear anything. It's it's okay. They they violated BMO. Yeah, they did. That's not great. No. That is. I I I feel like. Were I in the same circumstances, the fact that BMO is apparently sentient. I would feel very, I would feel very uncomfortable with what they did to get inside the game and him. Yeah, I mean, you know? maybe they weren't as aware because he kind of develops personality as as the show goes along. Um, 
sometimes multiple personalities and that's that's really fun all just really fun I, I did I did like the like I don't know 8-bit or whatever they were in kind of reimagining of their physical space mm-hmm. that was um, that was interesting and that was a neat um, twist and deviation from what they normally do I kind of like um, these I'm I'm treasuring more as we approach the end of this series these sort of simple episodes that don't have uh, a lot of plot tie-ins or emotional nuance because the last episode comes out on September 3rd and like I can't handle it. The last episode of the whole series? Yeah. Uh, Rebecca Sugar released the final song and I can't feel. I am. Um, I'm. I'm sorry. <laughs> Knowing that your show that you love is ending is a really hard thing. Yeah, and especially with where the okay, show I'm back. is gone. I'm it's, back. We know you've been loud for about a minute. It's Shut just up. hard to. Um, it's hard to see how how it ends well for everybody that you've grown to care about. Oh, I get that. I get that. So, approaching that and looking back on this when it's more lighthearted and fun is nice. So, I I don't know how much else we have to say on this episode. Just that you will treasure these innocent times in years to come. Okay. Emily, anything else to say in Adventure Time? Well, I feel like I've been shushed, so now uh, you you were literally told to <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I haven't told either of you to shut up, and you both told everyone to shut up. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I don't have any uh, anything else to add. Thank you, though. So, with that, I think we need to go into um, the last couple of segments that we normally go into. Oh, Emily, would is... you like to do shout-outs with us? <gasps> Shout no, out! That's yes. not the first. The first. Thing. I would love to. Okay. The first. The first. So let's start culture. doing the shout out chant. Emily. No, I think we need to do pop culture. We need to do pop culture. Oh yeah. Emily. <laughs> Come on, Emily. Sam. We gotta give. We gotta Emily. give one to Kelly. Emily. Taylor. Will. Emily. Jordan. Emily. Kristen. Emily. Who is Emily. real? Emily. Lisa. Emily. Who is real? Emily. She's Chelsea. Real, everybody. Emily. She's Will. Real. Emily. Jordan. Emily. Emily. <laughs> Emily. <laughs> uh, if you think you're doing some kind of banishing spell. I think I, I think I think I got them all. I have a pop culture amendment. Oh. So last week I recommended Bubble and I said it was an eight episode narrative form podcast. It's mm-hmm. I it's still recommended. Mm-hmm. It's still narrative form. Uh I don't believe, I believe I was given incorrect information in that it cuts off after eight episodes because I just listened to the eighth one and that is not the end. Oh. oh. So still recommend though. Hey, do you want to have nice. anything different um, in addition? I don't have time for anything different. Okay. Emily, what have you been enjoying in pop culture? Um... I've really been actually 
sort of embarrassed, but a little not enjoying that stupid um, Jackie Chan song. It's like so, it's so fun. You can't just help but like bop to I it. I don't know what this is. Jackie Chan what? song. Oh, God. You guys, you talk about like pop culture in quotation marks. I'm doing air quotation marks. We're, t- we're right talking now. about a 20 year old then... show and a cartoon that I'm passionate about. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but like, I'm just saying that, like, your definition of actual pop culture might be a little bit, uh, uh, I don't know. Out of yeah, it's sure, a 20 year old show. Who, <laughs> Who does the Jackie Chan song? So wait, are you doing? I don't remember their name. It's it's like stupid. It's uh, it's anyway. It's something about sushi from Japan, and there's something about Jackie Chan, and it's just fun. Like it's stupid and it's fun, and I don't know what the lyrics mean because they're kind of dumb, and I don't really want to listen that hard because I feel like they're probably really dumb, and I would probably hate the song if I knew what they were actually saying. But the beat's really fun, and I enjoy it. So I'm letting myself enjoy it. So our episodes right now are getting um, at least like 200 <laughs> listens, which is why, who, okay, whatever. I don't think that's Wait, real. What? what? So you guys are getting 200 listens? At least per episode. Are you playing it See, right now? Yeah. Is, this song is so much fun. Yeah, I think so. See? Yeah, you are. We have one episode with almost 600 listens. It sound better with better bass, but whatever. Who doesn't love this song? Who Come is on. this? Uh, Tiesto and Zecco featuring Cream and Post Malone. I don't know who those. I, I don't know who those people are. So, one of the podcasts hmm. I listen to, uh, "Too Beautiful to Live," and I know Kristen knows what I'm talking about. Talks about uh, Tiesto at like um, airport shops, like the duty free shops. So if you listen to, if you go into like a duty free shop to buy perfume, there's Tiesto <laughs> blasting on the speakers. Anyway, that joke's for I you, don't know. Kristen. That's jokes. I don't know any other. That's joke. That joke's for so. Kristen. All right, Kristen. There you go. There's your nugget. She knows Enjoy what it. I'm talking Savor about. Savor it. Savor it. You guys are uh, a little it... up and down tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's Wait, so are you fun. Shut up. Everyone shut up. I'm talking. <laughs> I have an agenda. And it's mine. As you know, as you know, I do not drink very often anymore. And so this is a unique night for me. And my neighbors... This is a unique... Hey, to be fair, this is a unique night for me, too, because I'm not always at the beach, and I'm not always, like, fully enjoying my day like this. Normally, yeah. I am... Oh, wow. Wow. That's so Big sad. crocodile tears. Big crocodile tears from Kelly. <gasps> <laughs> I think that's kind of sad. I think you should enjoy your day. <laughs> I'm going to listen to Adele after this episode. <laughs> wow, you make me sound like a real asshole. So, okay. Okay. I was, no, I was saying that's what you would say. <laughs> oh. Well, fuck everyone then. You want to pile on Badger while while, while I'm vulnerable? No, she's just enjoying the show. No, I told you, I I only want to punch up. Thing about all three of us. That's the that's the good thing about all three of us. Like when two are, you know, having some witty dialogue or banter. Like the other one is like, "Hey, I'm a step back. I got you, girl. Whoever's the loser here." 
it's a wonderful sort of dynamic, I think. And it's very clear who the loser is. Oh, oh wow. Wow. Is it all wow. of us? Probably. No. <laughs> I I don't okay. feel like I've won. <laughs> I do. <laughs> okay. Can I give my pop culture? Yeah. Yeah. I have um uh, one and a half things. Okay. One. Um, sure. I, you know what? I kind of own this, so I think I get to do whatever the fuck I want. It's my show. I get to do what I want. Yep. Yep. One, um, on Hulu recently recommended for me um, episodes from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which I oh um, good good call. Um, I stopped watching a few seasons ago, and I recently yeah. spent the last couple weekends like binge watching and catching up. And I just heard that the next season is um, coming up on September fifth, so I kind of caught this all like right in the nick of time. So. Um, catch up on It's Always Sunny, and the next season's about to start in like three weeks. So, there you go. Cool. The, the second thing I wanted to talk about, and don't be dicks about it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> is that um, the great? Everybody, look at me. Wait, Nobody, wait, look wait. at me. Talking, hey, no, 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 no. She's talking about the oh, great yeah, British Bake Off. Be quiet. Quiet. <laughs> the Great British Bake Off is coming up, and Badger agreed today that we will record special episodes <gasps> during what? the show while we're watching yeah. it. Oh, because we usually just text each other, but this should be, oh, you know, even wow. more fun. What are our text messages usually like? Kate, Kate don't. Kate, why? Kate, no. why are you doing the background after you've done the foreground on your sugar cookies? Yeah. Foreground and your sugar cookies? That didn't even make sense. She painted the flowers first, and then she tried piping the background over her flowers. Yeah, I've still got that <clears throat> screenshot somewhere that's like, Kate, no. <clears throat> Kate, what are Kate, you doing? Why? And then Kate, just all stop. caps, Kate. Kate, <clears throat> Kate no. Um, well, this is really exciting news, you guys. So, <clears throat> one of the few things that Badger and I have felt um, like as pure and cannot be tainted by um, our quote-unquote president is that we every fall get the Great British Bake Off and we get to sit and watch it together and kind of share in the joy of like every single person on that show being some of the best people on the planet. It's so pure and wonderful. Yeah, so, American yeah, baking shows fan- are like, this is high it's pressure, I'm going to cut show. you. And Great mm-hmm. British Bake Off, it's like, oh, goodness, oh, do you need a hand with that? And then, like, the guy will put down I- his own thing and help the mm-hmm. other guy with his Swiss roll. I finished mine early. Well, yeah. I finished mine early. Can I help you with yours? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, because that's, you know, that's how that's how it is. That's how healthy kitchens work. Like, everyone is just so obsessed with this whole American, like, cutthroat reality TV show trope that they extended that into cooking. And then, you know, somebody made Gordon Ramsay famous, and ugh, it was all downhill from there. <clears throat> the, it has been, I think, better for our souls 
to know mm-hmm. that this exists. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like being rocked Absolutely. to sleep with Without the scent of cardamom. Without oh. a doubt. Last the year, the spice I just want to eat year. sausage rolls for the rest of my life. Mm, yep, 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 yeah. yep. So <sighs> get, get, um, get excited, um, listeners, real or otherwise. We're gonna be... I am excited. Oh, I am. Yeah, we're going to be talking about this. So, um, and, and I think that has kind of inspired, um, bad maybe re- I'll watch along with you and I'll guest star on the occasional episode because I have a, I have a degree in classical French pastry, everybody. <clears throat> I speak their language. So, um, I think you I should think start that- a podcast where you reviewed this podcast in like one minute. <laughs> 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 it wasn't very good. You guys <laughs> try again. This is, this is a good, uh, I'll ruminate on this. I like this idea. Badger and I have a very, very close birth date. We're about like 10 days apart, more or less. So um, we have like incorporated parts of Great British Bake Off into our birthday. <laughs> and this year we're going to do some rainbow. How come the pastry chef in your life has never even heard about this? Because she's gluten free and I know how you feel about that. I baked gluten free before. You have no idea how I feel about that. I made gluten free puff pastry by hand. She laminated the butter. Mm hmm. I did. I made you a fucking tiered cake with fondant on it. It was pink and beautiful. I don't know about this. It was my graduation cake. I've made you many other things because I've known you longer, but whatever. I see how it is. No one's doubting that this is going to be a fabulous incorporation into your podcast. Thank you so much for listening to Sex Time. <laughs> we have to go now. We broke Kelly. <laughs> Thank you so much. She's for turning listen- on the Adele as we speak. <laughs> listening to Sex Time. I can't time. believe so many people have baked me things. <laughs> <laughs> you ate something I baked. Today, <laughs> I'm pretty baked today. <laughs> we can be found on Twitter at Sex Time Pod, and on Facebook you can look up Sex Time Podcast. And I guess Emily is going to do and our fucking stay Instagram. Tuned. Stay tuned for the motherfucking Instagram at. I'll figure out the handle and I'll get back. Hopefully, to you on Sex that. Time. So you pod. have to invite me back. Sex time you pod is to... probably available. Hopefully not taken. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. Um, any last words before we end this episode <sighs> of the day? Uh, thank you very much for sharing part of my vacation with me. It's had it's been fun. Um, and thank you for having me on this podcast and letting all the listeners know that I am indeed real. Yeah. I'm honored to have been here. Yeah. <clears throat> thank you. Badger? No. <laughs> Kelly also no thanks so much for listening we'll catch you next time Caspit mattresses and blue pinafore or red pinafore whatever the fuck we need a sponsor why won't seltzer sponsor us it's all we talk about seltzer thanks so much for listening we'll catch you wow. next week bye bye bye